0: is advised hello everybody welcome to art star scene radio on radio free brooklyn i am francis hall aka face boy i am lucille timore and i'm calvin calvin is with us Calvin, it is veterans day it is november 11th 2023 and we uh want to thank all of our veterans for their service
1: yeah um you know the guest we had on last week rain is a veteran um you know, we're super grateful for his service. Um, he's actually somebody that my mom I, believes in the system because of because they actually, um, you know, helped him at one point get an apartment, which you know they don't do for enough veterans. I mean,
0: they should, don't do shit for veterans. They should <laughs> pretty
1: much do it for all veterans. He had to go through a lot. He had to go through the system in a very. It wasn't easy for him to get that, but he now does have. He still obviously pays for his apartment, but they, he doesn't pay full price. And, you know, that gave my mom a lot of hope because she gets very upset that, you know, the system doesn't help the people they should, you know. Um,
0: I know you have things to get to. We'll get to them. But don't you do something that uh, has to do with so, veterans?
2: So my previous job was with a veteran service organization. It's a organization called Black Veterans for Social Justice. It's, right. it's actually next neighborhood over, like, Actually within walking distance from here, uh, in Best Eye. and since nineteen seventy nine they've been helping uh veterans and their families um get housing, get the services that they deserve as veterans.
1: And they that, help all veterans, right? Like they help it's all run veterans, by yeah. black it's run by black veterans. Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's called it's called Black Veterans because it was it was started by, Black, by veterans. Black Veterans. Yeah,
1: yeah. But if you know anybody's listening and is you know what I mean, they help if all you're, veterans. Yeah. If
2: you're a veteran and you need and you need services, you need help with your DD two fourteen, you need um, temporary assistance, anything that you need. Black Veterans for Social Justice is a fantastic organization that will help you.
1: And you de- you know deserve you you deserve it. You know yes. you like um you know we are very grateful here at the Archer scene for your service and absolutely don't ever let anybody you know talk down to you because people do talk down to veterans and it's very wrong you know
0: it is yeah. and is and isn't it the the organizations that help veterans aren't they mostly uh Civilian-driven nonprofits. Is, is it yes. fair to say the government doesn't do shit? Yes. yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like there's like, like no actual government-run sorry. programs.
2: Either either by civilians or veterans themselves. Yeah. Who have who have gone through all that bullshit to be a- to be able to like get back on their feet. So like a lot of veterans know what it's li- like. Like a lot of these veterans in these organizations know what it's like to be in these veteran's shoes because they've been in these veteran shoes. And so
1: they have, you know, veterans have the highest PTSD rate yeah. um, of any other population. They, um, you know, PTSD can be crippling and it's, you know, so, you know, they really, they are not getting the mental health services they need. Um, and the other mental health services, I would say that students going through them are not fit to handle. I mean, they're not even fit to handle my t- PTSD, let about, let alone somebody who's been to war. You know, so the you know the services New York has some of the best services in America, and there these even these services are not cut out to deal with PTSD. Many therapists will not take patients who have PTSD because instead of educating themselves, they decide to just take people with like minor cases of depression because it's easier and it's just a paycheck. And you know, I don't think you should even be allowed to be a therapist if you don't do your time in a program you know where you're servicing people but they you know don't have rules like that so it's so hard for them to get help and you know they end up they have a a really high suicide rate
0: yes yes, Mm -hmm. yeah i remember when i was a kid uh, i would go with my uncles to uh, vfw in maryland yeah the vfw clubs i remember that too veterans of foreign war clubs and they're really great places for white guys to drink beer and play poker
1: (laughs) I mean, I I think like, you know, those places are also like for, you know, people who I remember like for people who really would not have been able to afford to have like parties and like in other venues, they have like, mm-hmm. the cheapest like rates to, they book out to poor families. They will work on sliding scales. They will do payment plans. They have, you know, they make sure like everybody in town can have events for their families And like, you know, funerals and things like that. And so I did go to a lot of events at the, you know what I mean? Veterans Hall for, you know, my parents have, you know, quite a bit of money at this point that we didn't have money growing up, but they, you know, did well in the stock market. But, you know, I didn't grow up in a rich, I didn't, we didn't come from money. My family didn't, you know what I mean? So I, you know, and I, you know, my uncle, you know, my grandfather did not have to go to the war because he had flat feet. But, you know, like my, you know, uncle you know my great uncles you know i've had, we i do a family like who, who went to war and you know um they you know a lot of them don't want to su- people have to don't want to support the other venues because it's like why not support veterans if you're you mm-hmm. know what i mean if you um i think those halls are very important didn't we have one in cold spring but it's now shut down in a it's school a school, now. It's a school now but i used to think see the cutest old men coming out of there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like my, you know, like the my generation of war veterans have not like um really gone to the. They have they've not they don't drink in those places for some reason. I could never see like rain going into one of those places. Well, like I said,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: great place for white people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. drink beer and play poker. I play no. poker back in the back room now. Uh,
2: something very interesting that I that I didn't know uh, about my about my family until like way after the fact. Like I remember uh, one day back in 2009, I was um, um, taking care of some stuff for my grandmother and like doing like uh, uh, doing some uh, like I was working with her and like scanning some old pictures, trying to digitize them. And I see a picture of my grandfather in uh in in army in army gear, it's like wait a second, grandpa. Grandpa was in the army. My grandmother's like your grandfather was in World War Two. Like are you? Like,
1: I don't think are they like you leave it out? Are kidding me? Now I'm trying this out. <laughs> it's like so weird, like how you can like leave out such like a big part of your life. But I mean, I think that's the uh, you know what like shows how much PTSD yeah, they have. Is they don't even want to bring it up.
0: Yes, like, I, I've. I, I've heard that. I my uh, that. my biological father was uh, served as counterintelligence officer in World War II against the Nazis. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what counterintelligence does, but I think it but, probably really further career in the no, CIA. No, he was
1: your father at the time. He still spent a lot of time with you. Did he ever share not that with you? Not a lot you? of time, no. no. Not a lot but of time. But in the time you spent with him, did he ever share that? With, he didn't probably talk no, about it. No.
0: No, I I learned that. Uh, I, I don't know where I learned that, but. Um, I mean the CIA is less less
1: traumatic thing. than the than the army. Who fucking knows? Well yeah, I know. <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> I believe I, I work for the CIA but I don't know it and I think these people are underpaying me. <laughs> well, you know I got in I'm I'm in I'm in, I'm back in I'm back in uh
0: getting mental health care and like I'm really hesitant to talk about the CIA stuff. I know because, my therapist know, what,
1: started looking your father up and they, unfortunately there's not like a lot of information on it. Not. And so then she thought like, I'm even more fucking like, you know, she was like willing to see, see, look into it. But then once she didn't find a lot, she was like, um, uh, she thought it was like one of my delusions, but I was like, no, 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 no. Like, she, like this is something that, like, even Nancy fucking believes. Like, yeah, I was we like, have to go to Nancy on this. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> listen, if Nancy believes it, then we're not insane, okay? Like, two, <laughs> things,
0: two things that are common with crazy people is CIA. Yep. Never the fucking FBI. No, it's always, it's the, always the CIA. CIA. But
1: and no, I, I got a fucking beaten by the cops after I fucking told them like they they I fucking told them which first of all like was I talked to my friend who's a detective in another state and that was not protocol. This is not actually how you're supposed to handle the mentally ill. You, like, but they um you know they thought I had really lost it and like was out to get them when I told them that the CIA was talking to me through the TV. They so they started beating me. I'm sorry about <laughs> that part.
0: No, so, I mean it's yeah.
1: okay. They really probably thought like I was unhinged at that point, like because that's like the that's what they tell them. They 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 tell them they teach them like when they start speaking about the like I I hit two of the big things: the, the TV and the CIA. Yeah. The TV's talking to me, and the CIA, or also
0: like having a, a close personal connection to somebody who's extremely famous. And look,
1: I really did grow up with Robert Downey Jr.
0: <laughs> At least I have pictures for that yeah. one. I can prove that. You got that. proof. Right, you have proof. <laughs> so I
1: wasn't going to talk about it, but it is leading into it. I like do have to like, give credit. Like I ended up going to a shelter this week. And I do have to give credit to the shelter system because I thought they were going to like kick me in the I don't lie. You know that. I don't lie. And I'm like, you shouldn't lie when you talk so openly on the radio. They could find out, you know. So I ended up telling the truth to all these questions. They were like, does the radio talk to you? I was like, yes. They were like, does, you know, they were really going in, like, in ways that I've never had a psychological violation like that. They were like, do people read your thoughts? I was like, absolutely. You know, so I was like, fuck, these people aren't going to give me shit. But in turn, they actually, you know, really feel bad for me and feel like people have like taken advantage of me, like, over the years because, like, they know nobody, like, everybody knows they're not going to get prosecuted. Somebody's walking around saying the TV's talking to them. <laughs> I feel
0: so terrible that you're in the shelter system, and just for private reasons,
1: we can't share about what shelter or anything like that
0: yet. yeah and we're, and why you can't stay with me right now no, it's the,
1: um, I mean at this point, it's just um I also need like the services like uh, the biggest my mother's like 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 has been trying to convince me i need like the I need the social work options that the like my social workers were no longer able to and i do not blame them but my social workers were no longer able to do uh, enough for my case and so the real like reason i'm in these you know and they, they the city would understand is i need the social work um that the shelters offer um and i need the safety the shelter offers and um it's just the safest space for me right now um but they are committed to like helping me get my own apartment and not make me go into supportive housing and they feel i could be safe in my own apartment one day which is like a huge relief because i thought i was gonna have to live in the mental health dorms which are very hard to ever get out of you end up like stuck in them for the rest of your life yep stuck like stuck they will not let you out of those and they were telling me i was gonna go in those and like luckily the higher up social workers that i'm seeing in the shelter do not believe that's something that is needed for me even though i'm telling them the tv's talking to me people are reading my mind (laughs) And they were like, you know, they they believe I can successfully live on my own despite this. I mean, it's actually better on my own because, like, when I'm living with other people and then they're listening to the TV, like, you could sometimes it crack. Like, like, if I live on my own, I can control the TV. <laughs> when I listen to the libertarians, usually they aren't talking to me. You know, they they're I mean, they're talking my language. Sometimes they're talking about things that affect me, but they're not like psychologically manipulating me. The libertarians, not yet. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> uh, they, it, sometimes these influencers turn on me but i don't know the the one that i really like brad palumbo he actually messaged me back so and was very kind and said like he like feels very really bad about my story i don't think he's gonna turn on me like he doesn't seem like he's gonna get paid off if he actually like, feels bad for me you know right. <laughs> i think he's a good guy i trust him at this point
0: a couple of things that we wanted to, <laughs> to mention if we're ready to move on
1: um. Yes. I mean, like that's actually a good segue. Like Brad Palumbo has taught me a lot about what we want to talk about today. So I do have to give him credit for like how I've started, like where I, where Francis and I started to get this.
0: Well, no. Before we get to that, I wanted to mention Rain has a black cat up oh, for adoption. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Black cats are n- n- you the first to be killed in shelters often never adopted. We cannot send this cat to a shelter. It is very friendly. I've played with the cat myself, hung out with the cat for hours and hours and hours and hours, two days straight type thing multiple times. cat's great. The cat's great. So
0: if you are looking to adopt a really friendly, sweet little kitty. I'm pretty sure uh, it is young. It's not a kid. How do we, how, where where should people go for that?
1: Um, They can um, contact like me on um, my Instagram is, Lucille L U C I L L E T I A M O R E. My TikTok's a little longer because I was like tweaking out when I
2: made that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we got yeah. the Instagram. Yeah. Um, Instagram Instagram is fine.
1: And yeah, uh, you probably we'll won't want to give me like take my cat when you see my TikTok. So let's stick with Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my cat, luckily. It's like, Rain is fostering it. Um and it has to, you know, like um, you know, Neat has to do some traveling right now, it's not gonna be an option for much longer to foster. So
0: And uh there's an organization that my sister is a part of called Fixing Felines. Mm. And uh if you have She does a lot of work for she it. She does a lot of work for it. So if you have a little bit of spare change, they are a 501c3 uh nonprofit. And if you want to help cats get uh
1: and we know a lot about that organization. You know, not all cats are appropriate f- to be adopted. So they, they, um, you know, um, do catch and release with these cats. Yep. His sister actually does okay. the actual catch and release herself. Like, yes, she does. She um, really, yeah. She feeds like. Wow. She feeds like. So many cats. cats on this island, <laughs> and they all have like separate places they eat like some of them eat under the house, some of them eat like they all like know where to go to like she like has a system with them cats like she has you know a cat door into like her basement for one and, you know a cat door <laughs> a crazy. cat door some of the cat doors are chipped for certain cat like she there's this is like a whole situation there's only a few of them that live in the house, but you know those were you know like has you know like. Certain cats as you can tell need that. Most cats don't, and well, no, you know the,
0: the mother cat just ran a con on them.
1: Th- there's no car. There's no cars. There's there's no cars in Fire Island. Yeah. So then the ba- the kittens were no longer able to like you know protect themselves. So they had to become house cats. But the rest of them, yes. these cats so on the island, there's no cars on the island. It is a safe place for them to just be fine as long as they catch and release. You know because the you know a a, a bigger population of cats would make it. You know, maybe dangerous for them, but at this point, like, as long as the population is kept under control, it is safe for them to stay out in the wild, you know, that is the best thing for some cats, you do not want to, like, take, you know, in New York City, we have to take the cats off the street because like, they set out rat poison and then ends up killing them, and so it's not safe for them on the streets, and so... You know, you it's best in New York City to find homes for them. But in places like Fire Island where they're not poisoning everybody, you know, I i had a theory at one point they were actually just poisoning fucking cats. There were no rats. Nobody saw any rats. We had any rats in their house in our neighborhood. There were tons of cats. And then all of a sudden the cats were dying. No rats were dying. And like that was a really dark thing Bushwick did before the rich people moved in. Bushwick. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I think we're ready to talk
1: about That's something. That's the type of shit that your sister's like, this is not dinner time conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I start talking, she's like, We're gonna move on. Okay. Um, so you know, something I have been made aware of in parts from, you know, I mean it's not something it's something I've been aware of for a long time, but something that I've done a lot of research on recently. And I think, you know, Brad Palumbo was sort of started that fire in me to research this more. Um, So thank you to him Um, is um, unfortunately the um, we are starting hormone blockers um, or or like puberty blockers. I think they usually call them. I think they can be called like both of those things, but it's usually puberty blockers is the term Um, on children. So I'm not even gonna call them trans people because like I think they're too young to consent to this at many times. You know, they're as young as like ten, you know, who we're starting these I think it's a, gen the 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 ideas of gender and sexuality are not taught well enough and should not be even taught well enough at that age. So, um, you know, a trans kid will come to you. You know, um I think we should of course like affirm socially a child's gender that like in the minute they do come to you um like but so we should But what that means is you would let them wear what they want you would call them by the pronouns they want you would call them by the name they want socially there's nothing wrong and we should never take that away uh, socially transitioning children that is n- not problematic to me what I feel will happen is if we continue to medically transition children, socially transitioning children might never be an option again. And we might actually like medically transitioning adults might be taken away too, because like when you commit what I actually am starting to call like genocide on the LGBT community, you know, they, like, of course, the, the pendulum is going to be swung to the exact, like if you do something so extremely, where we affirm every single person like who like and we're saying all these people came to us, but they did not because like um, there's so many cases of people detransitioning and saying people came to them. Doctors came to them. I personally had my doctors come to me as an adult. Um, I believe even though I was able to consent as an adult, you were pressured. I was pressured. Um, you know, Cal Lord, who is never pressured me, you know, there, so it's not the gender clinics I believe are doing this. It's, you know, Cal Lord was immediately let me detransition. And even though I'm still diagnosed with gender dysphoria, you can be diagnosed with gender dysphoria and transitioning might not be right for you, you know, and not everyone who's diagnosed with gender dysphoria needs to or wants to transition. And if you're not experiencing gender euphoria, the transition did not really work for you, you know, um, and like transitioning is not a one time cure all for everything. And unfortunately, these hormone blockers lead you down a path where. For one, you can your gender dysphoria is almost impossible to fix if you sometimes it is temporary and it is not necessarily a phase, but it is not a lifetime. Gender dysphoria is not always a lifetime condition. As it is a mental illness at like by the end of the day it's a mental illness um and that's sad to like admit but it is it's a mental illness sometimes gender dysphoria is not like for me at, at this age it's still continuing i it's probably a lifetime condition for me but it actually for children has the ability to um they might not be um condemned for life and um but if, once you start the hormone blockers um you i mean the, the puberty blockers you they it pretty much 100 percent of cases they actually are not able to um like who start those um puberty blockers they're no longer able because they don't go through puberty to like um get rid of that mental mindset of um gender dysphoria they're not able to break it like i don't know why but they're that's what the science has shown um and so so you're not giving them the chance to recover and not to say that they're like you're recovering, but like some people that that is their goal is to recover. You're not giving them the chance to second of all, you're leading them to asexuality, which does not happen to people who transition as adults um because they don't go through puberty. they cannot like um it's not just blocking like it's not making you have go through puberty as the opposite sex. it's actually blocking all puberty from happening to you, so they never develop sexual urges, which is like fucked up because. Like, okay, I get it. You're like, oh, I don't. my 11-year-old doesn't need sexual urges, but your fucking 18-year-old might kill themselves because they don't have sexual urges. Like the fucking rest of their friends. And they're not fitting in. And they fucking don't have normal relationships because asexual, like some of, I know a lot of people have eating disorders because they're asexual. Because nobody like fucking, you know, wants to be with them, even though they like have a lot of love in their heart and like are able to like form healthy relationships. Asexuality can cause a lot of problems for people. So to do it to somebody who was not always asexual, they might have sexual memories from childhood. They remember being a sexual creature. And then like it, there's nothing wrong with being born asexual and being asexual, but those people are more equipped to handle it because they never had sexual urges to begin with. But to take a sexual being and make them non-sexualized, to take away their sexual urges, that is fucked up. But then you're also taking away, you're starting them on a life, that they, they, you're making them infertile. And some of, and we're doing this to people just because like a boy likes pink does not mean he is trans. But we are actually teaching in schools right now like pick your gender if you like pink you're a girl. Like that's actually like more fucked like more fucking rooted in heteronormative fucking like you know brainwashing than like like than any like fucking like like you know by letting everybody like pick like if a kid is transgender they'll come to you. Let them come to you. You don't, We don't need to teach kids, like, pick your gender today, you know, and confuse them and make everybody feel like this is some sort of like, you know, like, oh, I like pink, so I must be transgender. We're going to actually, like, accidentally castrate a bunch of kids who were just gay or just autistic or just neurodivergent or just, not to say just, like, not to be, but not just. I meant to say, like, they, they, those are just different diagnoses, not just, but like different diagnoses that need to be treated. And then we're not treating their um, autism. You know, they tried to treat Renfrew, tried to treat my, you know, tra- like my, my, um, my, my tra- like my gender dysphoria and it completely ignored that I have DID, that I have schizophrenia. Those were the real fucking problems. And there, I had no, I had no business fucking transitioning before I dealt with my schizophrenia. My gender, they, 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 my gender dysphoria had to come last, okay? If I, after I fucking fixed those things, I still felt the need to transition. N- nobody who has un, like, healed mental health problems should like be fucking transitioning. You should not make that the cure. That is not the cure to mental illness. You need to cu- so we're actually not curing people's mental illnesses because that's fucking, more this is all about money. It's like, It's it's all this is every single thing about this is it's like we can make money. The medical industry can make money off these kids for the rest of their life. They you know they can create lifelong patients. You know do you know how expensive this shit costs? Like it's you know how much money, and and then I did not experience the gender euphoria that other people experienced because they didn't heal any of my mental health problems first. You know, Cal Lord is hopeful that, like, one day I might want to transition again and I would experience that gender euphoria because I would be in a better place to transition. But you should never be forcing somebody. What Renfrew did to me is fucking wrong. And, like, we are coming for you, Renfrew, because you, like, should not be the only one getting funding. The Renfrew Center is the only eating disorder center that is getting funding from the government, but also from most other um, insurances, too. And they have killed multiple of my friends. Killed. Children. These are fucking children. Um, They've, you know, and in my case, they forced me to be, they forced me. They said I would never see a doctor again. I would never see a doctor again if I did not transition. You, like, that is medical malpractice. And I I personally did not pay the copays, so I do not personally feel I'd want to sue them. But I told my mom she should. I was like, "What? what they did to your fucking, like, I said, I might not be a child anymore, but I'm still your child. And they didn't even, like, you know, they, like, called her if I fucking didn't eat a snack. But they didn't. It's a thing to mention to you, oh, by the way, we are medically transitioning your child and forcing her to do it.
0: Calvin, you want to share any thoughts you might have?
1: That was a lot. Sorry about that. But. <clears throat> no,
0: not at all. That's, we agreed we were going to talk about this and that it was going to be a more serious episode. We did get some jokes in in the beginning of the show, and that's fine, but we're going to, you know, it's okay for us to be serious on this show.
2: So I think I'm, so I think I want to like go back to, are you talking about, uh, hormone blockers for children who haven't reached puberty? That's a really significant issue. And like, to your point, like not allowing children to like, like that just, that just almost seems to me that they're like giving hormone blockers to children pre-puberty is just Allowing them to, like, continue to be children and, like, not not allow them to, like, grow and progress a, uh, into adulthood, which is a huge problem. That is, a human
1: right. It's a human right. It's yeah. a human right to grow into adulthood.
2: So that's something that, like, really, that really disturbs me, like, okay, I, I understand, like, one, like, uh, a a child exploring um transitioning but to your point like social transitioning social transitioning that's uh that's something a lot more doable and like a lot less detrimental and reversible and reversible mm-hmm. if it if it boils down to it but doing these hormone blockers before like even their age to consent to anything like that's really that's that's f- absolutely frightening and like i can only, i can't even imagine like what that's doing to a uh, a a growing body like that and what the ramifications as they reach adulthood
1: you know and they're that, do they're not even making these kids see social workers for years or doctors for years to before they make these decisions, they're actually making these decisions after two sessions. Tell me it's not about money if you if you saw a kid twice and now you, you decided they even when parents disagree, there are social workers making this choice for parents. They spent 40 minutes total with this kid and they have to tell, they tell parent they know the kid better than the parent does.
0: Now, if a boy uh, feels that he is a girl, let her grow her hair let yes. her experiment with makeup let her wear the clothes that makes her feel comfortable let, great, her use, yeah. Yeah. let her use let her use a bathroom yeah. with her gender identity
1: don't cut up kids it's, don't cut up kids they're literally take like you know fucking giving double mastectomies they're fucking bo- they, they botched do you know if you fucking give these hormone blockers they don't it, i do not want to talk about fucking children's genitalia but they actually End up not having the fucking ability to give them the right surgeries later because they didn't never developed. And you need to have like enough there to actually build like, so they end up like having like no genitalia. They don't have girl or boy genitalia. It's, I do not want to talk about children's genitalia. It's so fucked up that they we even have to get to that point. But like, you shouldn't leave a child with neither fucking gen, like, gen, like what the fuck? I'm sorry to our viewers. I'm sorry to our viewers. No, no, not at all. Just the fact that we have to sit here and fucking talk about children's genitalia because they fucking are mutilating these poor babies. Why, like, you know, I never, like, thought I would ever fucking have to talk about children's genitalia in my life. And here we are having to fucking talk about it because they're mutilating them.
0: I believe our view is not the most popular
1: one amongst liberals. Oh, the liberals are fucking, like, they're the... It's, it's, and I am a liberal, but on this same here, I I do have to say the men have like are being um better than it's like um I think a lot more men are standing up and being like you know like the, it's a lot of like white women are like yeah take my child and but like you know the men are like and and black women like um I think it's men and black women are like actually I'm not like they're kind of like actually I'm liberal but I'm not okay with that. I have to blame the white women on this, so I'm sorry.
2: I mean just because you're a liberal doesn't mean you don't have a brain like you like It's like, becoming a
1: cult. <laughs> it's becoming a fucking cult. We laugh at those fucking like Trump supporters, but like if we're gonna do the exact same thing in the Liberal Party.
0: Yeah. Like it's just oh, I'm sorry. When I was a kid, uh, doctors prescribed Ritalin for me. Fortunately my parents didn't give it to me. I'm so glad that didn't happen to me. As a powerful drug to give to a child, who knows what it would have done.
1: What were you gonna say,
0: Um, I was
2: shit. I forget. I forget the point that I was gonna make. Like I was gonna. It's basically along the lines of. Like it seems like it seems like liberalism these days is about like acquiescing. Absolutely. But that doesn't but that shouldn't be the case like we still like we still need to like think critically exactly thank you
1: um and you know and you know this doctor in australia he was actually like fired from his job for writing a letter about this to his peers because australia has it like worse than us right now Mm. like they actually are like doing it's like worse than us um australia is like i think doing more gender affirming surgeries on children than anywhere else or something i don't know like they they have some of the worst um you know numbers and the worst like punishing of doctors who you know stand up and like only like one doctor really tried and like that and now they're saying in australia that like oh so the only one doctor stood up and i'm like yeah because you fired him and like i think just barred him like so yeah like that's why others doctors haven't stood up because nobody wants to get disbarred over you know how long you go to medical school
2: to lose your license just over just
0: over disparring is I believe for lawyers yeah disbarred oh, for um, lawyers yeah.
1: what's the lawyer, what's the term it's um yeah, dis- losing your license you lose your license just losing your license okay yeah. um um yeah so I mean it's yeah you know I want to be a lawyer so I think of things in lawyer terms but <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah. you were telling me that that there's an expression amongst those who are uh, Fucking with their kids, uh, I'd rather have a. I, I'm better off with a trans child than a dead child. No,
1: that's actually not. Um, they, that's the medical expression given to. So, what you just said about the Ritalin, that's. I want to bring up a point about parental rights. That your parents had rights in that in that situation. The problem with this situation is a lot of parents have taken the doctors have taken away their rights, and you should always have rights over your child because that is the point of having a parent. The doctors are not your parent, but um, the doctors use the term to all parents that when they have a strong belief about this with a child, they say, like, it's better to have a trans child than a dead child. And they use that as a way to take away the parents' rights. And there has been times where, like, um, in certain states, you can lose your, if you're fighting over, like, law, like, over um, who's going to get custody, um, one parent will get full custody and the other parent will even get no visitation if they're not affirming medically their child's gender some fucked up shit even the the guy in california who's like so he actually did put a stop to that and he's actually so liberal like the you know like he and he like is so you know so into for affirming care but he did put a stop to that actually so that was very good that, that he made a very good move there and that was a good step in the right direction for him I forget his name but um the
0: governor of california is newsom yeah newsom. Newsom.
1: Yep, 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 thank you thank you see francis we're a good team most of the time we are, yeah.
0: We, we ran into we ran into a little trouble at the end of last week's
1: show. We did but, run into some trouble,
0: and I thought you broke up with me.
1: Well, I was, like you know, not actually sending. I was playing the song Rain had wanted to play along with what I had wanted to say together, but I can see why. Um, that would come. The song was the last goodbye that I played, so I can see why. Um, you would get that expression, to get that feeling because it's sort of like, but I'm not that passive aggressive.
0: You should know that. No, it was when, when, when we talked on Wednesday and your voice was shot, I couldn't understand a word you were saying. And
1: I, I did say I'm scared of you because I, like I felt we had not discussed like my fears of like something that was unrelated to you happening upstate. But the more we had not discussed it, the more I was like, God you know, I'm paranoid, delusional, schizophrenic. <laughs> so the more like I'm like pushed, like my fears are pushed aside. Like the more I'm going to be like that bitch tried to kill me yeah but <laughs> when it comes down to it Calvin it, heard the grunt of it when it comes <laughs> when it comes down to it we,
0: we we really love each other deeply and we're gonna work anything out I, we have for almost 10 years now and i have faith that we will continue to work our stuff out when we I take a minute sh- to breathe and oh. to listen to each other
1: i only shared my thoughts that you were going to kill me with shane and least.
0: yeah but you know i didn't now- spread it <laughs>
1: You,
0: you know you didn't like just say it on the air
1: no i say it now because, now because i can say it on the air now because like i'm saying i was wrong yeah i've never i'm been, now blaming myself i've for
0: never thoughts. been even a little bit violent never
1: no 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 he's never been violent and i'm not saying that like i'm not saying he's ever been violent i thought because something like unrelated to either of us happened and then i thought he was like refusing to talk to me about it but i think we had talked last night about how like you just get tired and like you're, older, you're tired. You're older than me. Like I like understand that. I can't be like you know. <laughs> but like, but you never like, say like I'm tired. So you're like you, you were just kind of saying like weird answers, and so I was like he's like so I'm like, telling for I'm telling. Like I'm telling Calvin, but yeah, I'm, I'm like I, I didn't like this answer. He's obviously did it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. Poor Calvin was like, "Oh, okay, you know," because it's not really good arguing with a mentally ill person. I think is what Calvin has learned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like listens to me. He's like, "Okay, you know," and I, he doesn't agree with me. And that's what the like that, that's actually my friend Shane told me. The protocol for police, they're supposed to not. They're not supposed to confirm or deny what your your delusion. They're just supposed to, but they're not supposed to pretend they're seeing it too. They're not supposed to be like, oh, I see the purple creature, and too. But they are supposed to like show you some compassion for seeing the purple creature. But for, unfortunately, for some reason, like when I see purple creature, they're like, the cops with me are like, oh my god, she's gonna use that. They believe they start believing in the purple creature too. They're like she's gonna use that purple creature to kill us and i'm like there is no purple fucking creature <laughs> i don't know why they like think like they think i can like i, I can like talk to the masses through my mind or something The cops and i'm like who's the real crazy one you know, you want to go first like who's the real there's,
0: there's some more over there too.
1: who's the real crazy one if these people believe that like i could like um, control the masses
0: we're having whiskey in the studio for the first time in months.
1: Yeah, we haven't had whiskey. No, but I, we knew what the
0: subject matter was. I think was we had to stop having It was going to be heavy.
1: We had to stop <laughs> having whiskey like in the studio when I started you of poisoning me because I was not eating before not eating before the show. And then I was the first thing that would touch my stomach was whiskey. And then I would vomit and I'd be like, you poisoned me and you'd be like, no, then that, that didn't happen. I asked my therapist about it. She's like, that didn't happen. And so we stopped having whiskey in the studio after that. I think that was the, like the dead. So, listen, if you're not taking your meds, I think I was like off my meds when that was happening. You're not taking your meds. Probably take. Agreed. If you're prescribed them.
2: That that reminds me, I, I really should take my high blood pressure medication before the end of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we uh, take a break for a
1: song? Is this a good time for that? Or no? I mean, I think you know, like we, we it's that's that's totally fine. Um.
0: And you can take your oh. blood pressure medication. Yes. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> that
1: was very nice to, to <laughs> ask me, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm uh, trying you don't always have to I'm ask me. Trying to make sure this all hearts is, and are uh, minds clear.
0: This is uh, the Temptations' "Ball of Confusion." Oh, haven't heard this one in.
2: Shoe can't hide. And I, boy, and I, a tooth for a tooth. Vote for me, and I'll set you free. Rapple,
1: brother. Rap brother. The only person talking about love, and brother, is the preacher. And it seems nobody's interested in learning but the teacher.
0: That was "Ball of Confusion" by The Temptations, and if you listen to that song, uh, if if you didn't catch it, it is as relevant today as the day it was written, as the day it came out. Right probably, down, more right, probably more relevant. Probably more relevant. Right down to oh, yeah. the right down to the line, uh, and the Beatles' new records a gas. Can you believe there's a fucking new Beatles record? <laughs> Even that line is true today. That's incredible. <laughs> uh and and uh maybe we want to talk a little bit about this maybe not because you said you have uh you you have feel you've expressed yourself on the previous i mean yeah we had more topic.
1: notes but i feel like we got all the important notes out so like i think um if you guys i would like to you know pass the mic to you guys to speak on the subject because i just you know but thank you for letting me you know rant about it and I, it wasn't a rant it was a very angry it was an anger moment thank you for letting me show anger on the air of course
0: <laughs> I feel I've expressed myself on the subject
1: okay like we like I don't think we necessarily have to go into the points about of the pain. like we could lead to the other points we had but it might be too dark at this point you wanted we could do something more positive there was one more thing the, the tucking uh, you know Please, if you want to. You want to? Okay. You know, there are some parents who have... There was a specific video of a parent I saw. Um, you know, I saw a critique on this parent who was pretending she didn't know, but she obviously did know, or she wouldn't be fucking asking for the specific product that she obviously already knew about, but she wanted to, like... What's it called? Virtue signal? Like, She wanted to, like, look like... like You know, look like some sort, sort of, like, Virgin Mary or something. She was like... She's like, what's it... I was just wondering. I was just, I was just wondering. It's fucking Karen. It's worse than a Karen. She's like, I was just wondering. She's an abuser. She's like, I was just wondering. You know, my my two year old is trans. What? Like your two year old? What? Um, how the fuck you know your two year old's trans? Can't can't even speak. But anyway, my two year old is trans. You know, and so I put her in skirts. You know, um, uh, uh, literally saying I put her in. So not saying she puts herself in. I put her in skirts. You know at the, at the swimming pool, and then the other kids, you know, noted swim under the water and noticed or so starts talking about her child. I can't even continue what happened because it's ridiculous. She starts talking about her children's genitalia and how the child is embarrassed, you know, of how the other children treat her due to her genitalia. So, you're what you're saying here is your child's embarrassed of their genitalia at the swimming pool, and then you proceed to make it like a viral video. Um, and like that kid will then, so if that kid, whether or not that kid is trans or not, that kid is going to have a viral video out out about their genitalia that their abusive fucking mother did and pretending like she's fucking some, you know, like Virgin Mary, some of the fucking, like we should fucking praise her because she's trying to like, what learn about tucking underwear, um, you know, for her two year old, first of all, tucking is very dangerous and you like, it has to be done very fucking well does it
0: cut off circulation or something like that Is i
1: think it like like you know probably should not at all be done on children that age i mean obviously not but you know it like it like you can actually have like permanent damage um you know yeah,
2: if you like if you like if you don't uh tuck the testicles correctly in the inguinal canal that can cause a lot of serious issues especially could, to testicular damage yeah
1: yeah like and so the mother would probably not be able to do it as well as You know, I think, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, in, you know, the drag community who can do that very safely, but they educated themselves and doing it to themselves and, um, they have mentors who teach them. They're not just using some like fucking, not just asking the internet, like, and if you're so uneducated that you don't know what like tucking underwear is, then you shouldn't be doing, be the one doing it to your child, like. And, like, you probably shouldn't even be that, like, obviously you, like, wipe your child and you, like, are involved in some way to your child's genitalia. But, like, you really should not be, like, so involved with your children's genitalia that you're, like, tucking for them. Like, that's you know, really, like, invasive and really, like, you know, like, leave your children's genitalia alone except for to make sure there's no fucking poop on it. Okay? You know? And do not speak about it to your children's genitalia. If the child is already embarrassed at the swimming pool, then why the fuck you speaking about it on the internet? I believe
0: you were talking about uh, Jazz Jennings, who did uh, develop yes. an eating disorder, and then the parents fat shamed her.
1: And this all happened on TV. So, you know, this these parents are clearly abusive, also started transitioning her at the age of two, or at least socially transitioning her at the age of two.
2: And they medically transitioned her early on as well, which caused, which caused Jazz a lot of problems. I'm so thankful that uh, you brought that up, because that was something I wanted to bring up, too. Like, uh, so abusive. one of the, uh, one of the biggest issues jazz experienced in her transition was the fact that her parents like medically transitioned her with, uh, I, th- I think they did hormone blockers like very early on, which caused, uh, which caused they did. her, uh, um, her genitalia to not grow in properly, which yep. caused a lot of issues the with the with the uh, with a gender reaffirming surgery
1: we call her we call her a, our trans child success story she's not a success story she feels no euphoria if you I have not watched your show but I' watched now some clips you know because I watched some commentary on the situation and they the clips are very sad I also watched clips of the actual surgery which the second surgery because the first surgery was botched the second surgery was done by the leading the number one leading um surgeon for gender reassignment surgery and the surgeons were fighting over what to do during the surgery not before the surgery during the surgery it was one of the saddest things i've ever seen so we probably shouldn't be doing these surgeries at all if they actually don't have the science fucking down and they like you know not on children certainly not children it's like adults can do whatever they want with their bodies and they have the right to to do risky um procedures of course I you know they have the right to do risky procedures but that needs to be very much shared with them that they, the science is not down because they say these things are completely safe they go well and then I watched video of these two top surgeons arguing like where are we where to cut arguing with each other like getting in almost a fist fight like it was the set they did it was not a like graphic video you couldn't see anything but it was like they were fighting over her fucking like body like, it, like while they were already in surgery, not before. While they were in the middle of surgery, they were these doctors were about to get in a fist fight because nobody could agree what to do. Why wasn't this like discussed before? Yeah,
0: they're, they're, you, you, you do a fucking surgical plan, you fight and you make your points before. Not- the, these are the leading Jesus. surgeons.
1: The leading surgeons. These people have the highest success rate. These two. These two surgeons she was using. So these are the leading surgeons. Does anyone really like know what the fuck they're doing in this fucking field, or are they just taking people's money?
2: I think in I think in this particular case, jazz uh, jazz was the exception, not the rule. Like there's uh, there have been so many uh, gender reassignment surgeries that have been done, but uh, again, going back to uh, going back, do you think she's the
1: exception for children though? Because I think like when you're like what you were saying (laughs) earlier with the hormone blockers,
2: that was the issue.
1: So that but that's happening now with almost every child that we're giving gender affirming care to almost every child that comes. So she's not so, the exception. She's what you're seeing. I think what, what you're actually seeing is she, like, there's no problem with transitioning, like not no problem, but there's a lot less problems with transitioning an adult who went through puberty normally. Yes, yes, And because you need to grow into yourself or it's impossible to do these surgeries. So that's what I meant earlier where we're actually leaving these people without any genitalia because you can't really even call what you like you're botching their fucking surgeries she's in pain physical pain yeah she can never you know when you do this to adults they can they can have horm- they can have orgasms still they can receive pleasure they can um, they, they're 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 not asexual they're sexual you know so that's you, it's very fucking different to do this to adults what, she's not the exception for what's happened to your children she's our success story our quote unquote success story so if that's our success story then you need to stop doing that. But it's also yeah. the fuck what the fuck we fucking monetize, we let this go on television, her pain?
2: It, I think that's the worst part about it. Like We all abused her. Fact, just just the fact that she was just like paraded on television for all these years.
1: I think she like, still is paraded on television. Like, has it even ended yet?
2: I'm not sure if I'm not sure if the show has ended. <clears throat> has properly ended. Like she's uh, she's still In the she's still in the spotlight going like going through life in real time, but in front of millions and millions of people every week. And it's just and it's I mean, it was fucked up then. It's it's still really fucked up. Like her her whole situation is just really fucking terrible.
1: It's it's on par with Michael Jackson and and Britney Spears, like the level of abuse, if not worse, you know, because the medical it's not she's not just abused by her parents. She's abused by the medical industry and then similar to Michael Jackson and Britney Spears abused by the rest of us who, you know, are yeah. you like watching it and, and using it for entertainment instead of um, like standing up for the child. We should have stood up for all three of those children. It's why like, I don't think Michael Jackson did what people say he did, but even if he did like that is actually on us and not on him because like we, like, it's like, we like, what are you going to expect when you fucking abuse someone that bad, and then you don't offer them any fucking help to heal, because like, you know, how the fuck are you going to expect them not to do shitty things? But I don't think Michael Jackson did it. I, like, I don't think I don't he think touched he touched any it. kids. I don't think no. he touched any kids. No, I think he actually like I don't believe that. I don't believe that, and I think that's like fucked up. Like that, that we then tried to take him down the way we we're trying to take Britney Spears down now.
0: You know why is it that the that the kids that that had money like Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, didn't fucking say anything about him, defended him. Yeah. Yep. And you know, Trump actually defended him. Trump (laughs) said, "No, I did not let my children, um, like, like go there alone because that's what any normal parent would do. But like, Trump said, I did let my 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 kids hang out with him, and there was never any like problems. Like, you know, when Trump was around, Trump was around supervising the situation, and there he never saw any signs. Because that's one thing Trump does care about is he does Mm -hmm. care about like petos."
2: I mean, i like there's, there's a lot. yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't I mean, it doesn't make you a good person just cuz you're like, <laughs> like that's like a really low bar. That's like a that's pretty like, low bar. <laughs> I'm like I'm like he give be president I guess. He doesn't he doesn't like pedos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've got 4 minutes left. Uh would you be so kind as to do the business we need to do? You're listening to Radio
2: Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression and public art. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, you can make a one time donation or a monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can check out our mobile apps available at the Google Play Store for Android and at the Apple App Store for iOS. And check out our monthly newsletter where we give you the latest programming, uh, latest news and new programming, upcoming RFB events and more. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter to sign up.
0: Also, are you a musician? Are you looking for new musicians to play with? The first ever Yam Jam hosted by Radio Free Brooklyn will be on Sunday, November 19th at 6 p.m. at Our Wicked Lady. Come join a free music jam for musicians of any skill or stature to express themselves. Explore musical improvisation or bring a song you've always wanted to sing. This is the perfect opportunity to meet new musicians from all around Brooklyn. So don't miss this chance to be part of RFB's first ever music jam. And make sure to bring your instruments.
2: Big shout out to Sam Wolf for uh, putting this together. Sam Wolf, for those who may not be aware, Sam Wolf is our new, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn's new events director. And so... He's putting
1: together a lot of stuff.
2: Hey, He's putting putting together some really amazing events to uh, spread the word of Radio Free Brooklyn out into uh, Brooklyn and beyond. So much love to Sam Wolf and everything he's doing.
1: Yeah, he's also putting together um trivia nights and um is
2: there a, one more thing? A trivia uh, a trivia night, uh, the trivia night, um the uh jam session and uh he's working on a DJ night as well. DJ so night, yeah. No, uh no details for that yet, but uh That's a secret. That's well, a secret. we'll uh we'll let you all know <laughs> once that's been figured out. <laughs> the, the
1: trivia night has a date, I think, yeah. but I don't remember it.
2: Uh I don't I I forget I forget offhand. I think it's actually. I think it's this coming Tuesday, at shoot. I don't remember what bar it
1: was.
0: Well, his right. show will it be uh, on the website. It it'll be on the website.
1: Yeah, so you can come to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org dot org to get that information. Yes, yes. His
0: show ensnared is uh comes right before this show, so. If you're uh, usually tuned in at seven on on Saturdays, why not try six o'clock and check out Insnared?
1: And he gets like new music every week, like brand new music.
0: And Calvin has a show on Radio Free Brooklyn.
2: Yep, it's called Lush Vibes Radio. It comes on Tuesday evenings, eleven p.m. to one a.m. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Celebrated five years last uh, five years last month, and uh, really really excited to still be doing this once again. Thank you, Lucille, for hanging out with us for the anniversary.
1: I like being a part of the. Of your tribe. I do. Yeah. I um I really I appreciate enjoy it. that. Um really. we're also we also talk on what's the name of that app?
2: Twitch. Oh no uh, uh Discord. Discord. Yep, we have a we have a chat room <laughs> a Radio Free Brooklyn chat room set up on Discord, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash chat.
1: We do not have that yet set up for our show, but we will get there. But I friends don't like it when I use my show my phone during the show. So I don't know if we will <laughs> We'll we'll work that. We'll work it.
0: Coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn, stick around for Courtney Love hosting the circuit. So, thank you all for listening. Uh, I want to thank myself for listening to your feedback and getting a little better. (laughs) And I want to thank you so much for being here. No,
1: it's not that you did bad. It's just that, you know, I think we, you know, I'm just having a power struggle. Good night, everybody.
0: We love you.